you reading books though? Oh, I mean, yeah, reading books. Reading a dictionary is weird. You're just <laughs> we're just reading a definition of words now. It is, but it's it's like inspiring how weird. <laughs> it's inspiring how weird it is though. <laughs> it's inspiring, man. Yo, what up, Pac? Yo, what up, podcast? People listen to one and only legend of winning, aka Low. We back with another episode of Peer to Peer Podcast. On my left, I have my co-host Agent Zero. Say what's up. You know what I'm saying? The one and only. I took a couple of days to just chill, just to think things through, to breathe a little bit, and to play a lot of Valorant. Um, but I'm back on my shit now. You know what I'm saying? I hit all my group chats and stuff. I was like, I'm back now, fellas. <laughs> the streets is gonna so, be. I'm so back weird. now, man. Now I'm back though. I'm back. How did how did it feel to take a break? Um, it didn't feel like a break because I was thinking about work the whole time. That's I'll take thought. my first like real break like later later this month probably. Mm. But take a breather. How about that? A breather is better. Um, I take breathers all the time though. This is just an extended breather. I took an extended breather. I take like regular breathers all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really just need like three, four hours to myself in my room and some Spotify, turn the lights red. And that's that's all the breather I need. Do a couple of breathing exercises and I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But to take it, I might actually like go on vacation or something at the end of the month. To like, to like, to like, where should I go? I don't know. I'm I'm not leaving I'm not leaving the state anytime soon. I'm not doing that much traveling. Why not? I, don't, I mean, there's still a lot of stuff going on right now. And really, I want to go to DC, but you know. Oh yeah, I mean, DC going on down there in DC. DC DC's bugging right now. Yo, shout out to my podcast people on audio platforms: Google Play, Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate us a five star. Top three podcasts in gaming yes, ever, sir! ever right, Yay! ever right. Uh, no, yeah, it's ever right now in America. No top, no stop. in gaming. <laughs> no, just say top three. No, all you, all you, you don't have to go that. You just say top three podcasts on Apple Podcasts, bro. Top That's three, it. top three, top three, top three. Hey, yo, shout out to all my um people out there on YouTube as well. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, make sure you like it up, and when you do all that, make sure you hit the notification bell so you can join. No, the gang, 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 gang. And then finally, shout out to my word of my people out there, man. We, we rocking strong on all platforms: Instagram, um, Snapchat, uh, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, TikTok. Uh, we got we got a Snapchat. I need to know about. And shout out to um, Sir Z Gaming, man. I said I was going to say in the beginning of the next podcast. Shout out to Sir Z Gaming out there chopping up the footage for us, throwing it out there, uploading it on YouTube. Greatest hits and highlights of the peer-to-peer podcast. Oh, say yeah. word. Say Six less. Say, say less. less. It's, actually, it's actually a few people, but I know Serzy Gaming, he always in the comment section showing both of us mad love, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Anytime shit. we upload. So, you know, he did his due diligence, you know what I'm saying? Then he uploaded on, on, on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? So, shout I out to you, Much man. love, much love. Hey, make sure to say fuck out of your Mac, though. Make sure I'm going to get a that. hat like that, where it's, but it's backwards. I don't get it. Fuck audio Mac till it's backwards. Oh, that, hey! that will go kind of dumb, man. Facts, hey, facts. you know Ethiopian parents—they sit like this. At they call them barchas, where they invite all the other dads, and they just all sit like this and talk. They sit like that. Yeah, just like this. They all sit like this. They get pillows because, like in Ethiopian culture, there's like pillow rooms where, like, the whole room is carpet and pillow pillows. Rooms? We don't call it. It's not. Oh, let's <laughs> see. Y'all have pillow. But rooms? like the whole room is like laced with pillows on the walls. And then a comfortable carpet in the middle. 
And then everyone just posts up like this right here. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> so you're telling me when y'all when y'all doing real estate. Y'all make sure there's an extra room for pillows, just so you can put pillows and but carpet. But we just we just take the family room and make it the pillow room. And and the family room or the living room. And no, not uh, the f- both ideally. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not. It's not but enough. In, in, One room isn't enough for you. Nah, but in Ethiopia, like they take that room so seriously that. They either have like sunken rooms where you like step into the room, yeah, or they have like the room starts like up here, so you have to like climb onto the thing. I don't know how to explain it, but they take it very seriously. There's a lot of pillows involved, and they have like pillowcases. It's like a whole culture. Like you can make your own pillowcases, and you can give people pillowcases so they can put on their pillows in their house. Sort of God, and it's the most comfortable thing ever. <laughs> So y'all God. just be building forts in random rooms, bro? <laughs> That's wild. Swear. Oh, we didn't mention John's not here today. Um, I was about to say that too. John, John a little busy, so you know, we going back to the old format. Mm. You know, just one can widening and out. Got almost thought about throwing a desk in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> throwing a little nice little table right there. Yeah. Throw the forces on there, you oh, know what I'm saying? Where'd the forces go? They're probably um, in my room somewhere. We need to make them a part of this set, no cap. There's literally no way. Yeah. Hey, talk for a second. Yo. Oh. Yo, so yeah, um, yo, man, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Oh, you gotta turn the light on. Good, good looks, good looks. Yo, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, man. Been been extra busy recently, you know what I'm saying? A couple things in the works. And on top of that. Why are you talking to me like that? Clubhouse going crazy right now. Oh, Clubhouse is going crazy. No, I actually just disabled notifications on that (laughs) shit because they sent me a notification. They sent me a notification every five minutes for 40 minutes about the same shit. They kept telling me, like, Kai's in this room. You don't want to come in here? And I was like, no. Nah. Yeah, hey, yo, yeah. Stop pinging me in rooms that I no, clearly no, no. don't. Kai's not pinging me. Oh, he's not? Clubhouse just like, come on, dude. You don't want to be in this room? And it's, it's not a ping. It's just them deciding what they want to do is spam my phone up. And that, that means they're better at notification than YouTube? Yes, significantly. Wow. But it's obnoxious though You see how I want to turn it off YouTube doesn't want people To turn off notice So they put limits on shit yeah. So people actually click them I don't want to turn this shit off Maybe it's just new to the algorithm Like you probably just start following Kai and they're like Okay we're going to throw these notice at you And then they'll gauge On how qu- how often you click it No? No I clicked on one Kai notification In my life I did too and No I'll tell it back too And I, I went in there And I immediately toxic. regretted it Ma- Massively toxic Toxic <laughs> And so t- Clubhouse is like the weird It's like such a weird app Because Some people really use it For what I think is you, What it needs to be used for Which is networking And, and building up You know your um, Roller decks As they say back in the day <laughs> You know Yeah Building it up Building up your contacts list To make you know Life easier Get a little information From people who you might not ever get in contact with, especially when we, you know, we stuck in the house still. You know, the Rona's still out there. So, you know, we still networking, right? Mm. But then other people use it for, like, like the exact opposite. Like, the fact that people, like, use it as just, like, a, another bullshit app, to me, is just wild. Like, is this Twitter and Instagram isn't enough to just be bullshitting <laughs> on? So now I got to make Clubhouse my new bullshit app because y'all can actually hear me audio. Like, audio-wise, y'all can actually hear me. So I'm just about to bullshit on this app now. Yeah, it's it's the most fascinating app I've gotten a chance to hop on. And I'm actually fucking furious 
because um, a friend of mine had an invite like four or five months ago. And he was telling me, like, yo, there's bare celebrities and shit on here. And on top of that, like, you could network and boom, boom, boom. Facts. And my dumbass never did it. Imagine if I was on Clubhouse five months ago. And I only recently went on because it was hot. And and it's, like, kind of like how, um, like, Twitter for me. People would tell me to hop on Twitter in, like, 2008, 2009. But I didn't do it till like, 2012, 2013 when it already matured and reached its, like, peak. So at that point, it's too fucking late. There's no... You a lot of the upside disappears quickly in these social media uh, apps, and so anyway, I feel like yeah, I've been in and out, in and out the rooms and shit. You know what I'm saying? A couple of them toxic rooms, and then a couple of the more productive rooms too. But real like really toxic though. Yeah, like just about any Joe Button room I walk into is toxic. No, but they, but there's much worse than that. Oh, I know. Like yeah, when we talk about the sugar daddy chats. <laughs> Oh yeah, Davis. Davis be in those. The sugar daddy chat. I ain't gonna lie. I'll be hold on. I'll be in the sugar daddy chats just to figure out if I can like finagle to figure out like what are y'all what are y'all be talking about. Let's we figure what y'all be talking about so I can like always avoid what y'all be doing. And it's one like some like for I'll say this. A they like real about that shit. Like it's not it's not a game. Like they'll talk about not only sugar daddying but also like escorting. They'll talk about like, like, um, plan B's. They'll talk about, they'll talk about like, they'll get deep into like abortion. They'll get really deep into it. Like they get really deep, but then on the flip side, there's also this subsection of like women, like, like their worth as a woman in this situation. I'm like, I don't know how you figure out. I don't know how you figure that you're worth something in this relationship. If the nigga that you're looking for is so high value that he only has enough money for himself, but also is willing to just spend money on you. Like, where's your value in that? But they literally act like, like you got to know your value, girl. You just got, we got to demand certain ways that they treat you. I'm like, I don't know how you come to that conclusion, but it works. So then I'm like, wait, how, how does it, how do you know it works? Is that, oh, they, well, that's they what do they're like saying. testimonials and shit in there? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's women, there's women there who's saying like straight like, I just had a dude hit me my Instagram, and for the past six months, he's just been taking care of me. Wow. I'm like, what? And that inspired every other woman. Erica's like, oh, my God. And I went to her page, and I'm like, <laughs> I went to her page, and I was like, but you but you, you look like, you look, you're thick, you look good, and then, like, the next girl over you is like, no, she's a two, so that... It can't work out for her that way, but she thinks it will because you said it happened to you. It was someone who was already a speaker who said, hold on, girls, I have to bring up my sister because she said it just worked for her. And she went on this whole story about how a nigga just took care of her for six months. And I'm like, that's wild. The fact that they take. Well, so hold on. I got to ask. I haven't actually been in any of these rooms. Not that I wouldn't if I saw it. It just doesn't show up on my page. Uh, I'll ping, I'll ping you okay. next time. I'll, I'll ping, I'll ping you. I've I've been to like a bunch of relationship ones. I haven't been to no sugar, sugar baby, sugar one. babies. Yeah, I was trying to think about. There's one that's sugar baby in Atlanta too. So just for the Atlanta, for real, the Atlanta sugar babies. Yeah, no, I need to start having more of the Atlanta ones personally because uh, those connections are gonna be way more useful. Oh yeah, there's a lot of videographers in Atlanta who like you know that's yeah, facts, facts. Yeah. Man, that's fast. Do they take pride in it? Like, oh yeah, like, for sure. Like, oh there's yeah. Literally, there's literally a girl, and she's like, she's BBW, and another one who's a trans woman, and she's like, I demanded him to treat me like his ex-wife, 
Like you weren't not going to sit there and just hide, try to hide me because you were ashamed of me. I demanded him, and sometimes you know they didn't they didn't do it, but you you can't waver because when you find a man that will, then he's gonna he's gonna be a keeper. Huh? If you had to demand some shit from your man that he doesn't want to do, but it's not really the man. It's a sugar baby. So oh oh, what the fuck you supposed to be showing her off? I'll be. I mean, do the guys like take pride in that shit or what? I don't know. I like we got. I have to. I have to meet it. I really need to meet a man. I keep seeing like I need to meet these women, but at this point, I just need to meet the men. <laughs> the guys who are doing. Yeah, this I just shit. need to meet the men. Like where where are you at financially? Where you just feel <laughs> comfortable just like giving women thousands of dollars each week? How much? Thousands. Okay, this is getting crazy. Now I feel like if you're a person, like literally, like, literally on Instagram, and she has Coach bags, Gucci bags. And the shadow said, "Those are all the things that he bought for me." And it, man, or they'll sit there and say, "See, I girl, I make my own coin, but I just want to make sure he's spending on me, though." I'm like, why? I don't think you do make your own coin. I don't think you do. Hey, man, I still feel like, but I don't think that's the worst, though. No, no, that's not the worst. I, mean, I, I don't hopped in the chat low. And I forgot who was running it. It might have been Joe Budden, but it was, <laughs> but it was um, worst horror stories with women, and the oh stories that these people yes. were telling. Yes, bro, I was. It made me feel like my stories weren't shit because they their stories were near death multiple times. Yes, going back and forth out of prison over dumb shit. Yes. And just like your like entire social circle imploding in 16 different ways and it made no sense how it was all happening in one story. It was it was one of them that said that he got drugged eventually. <laughs> I was like, "Man, how do you get to the point where you're not even sure like what what she's doing in your own house?" Matter of fact, the Young Berg situation, I don't know if you remember, like, a few years, a few months ago, or his name, Hitmaker now, he had a girl in his house that he had to pull the gun out on him because she had called niggas to come to his house to rob him. He had to pull a gun out on her. And he was just, he was in a dire situation, so he had to do what he had to do. What the fuck? Yes. Bro. So was- stuff like that is, yeah, that's wild. This is allegedly, this, allegedly, 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 allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, they were just telling crazy. There, there was this one funny story that it just had a funny twist. I'm not going to tell his story, but just to go over it, though, basically he was going to Shorty's house, right? When he was there, the second he grabbed her ass, a dude came out the fucking window with a gun and pointed, and kind of pointed it at both of them. Right. And so he was trying to escape basically the entire time. Eventually, he took his uh, the the guy with the gun took his eyes off of him and he cut, and then he just ran, 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 ran. Eventually, I guess he said he saw the police, and the police asked him questions like, "You were you around there?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then um, the 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 second he say yeah, the entire chat was like, "Oh wait, so you told on him?" So even wild as shit, <laughs> niggas in a left a life a life threatening situation, and niggas like, whoa, you snitching now? What? On the guy that pointed a gun at you, bro? You would snitch on him? Whoa, whoa, whoa! And then he and then he was like, oh wait, wait, wait hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. In my mind, I was like, how are you gonna save this? Cause he just got done telling us how he talked to the, and he just had a conversation. I don't think he went to the. Uh, to the to the to 
to the police station or nothing like that. You just had a conversation with the cop saying, yeah, I was there. There was a guy he pulled a well, gun. He didn't report it. They just said. And then the wildest part was when the cop went to the house to check, yeah. the girl said that there was no gun there. The guy just got afraid and ran. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's such a crazy story, bro, that nothing. I don't think there's nothing I do to ever come that close. But see, here's okay. So, so to the women who were in that sugar baby chat, the reason why I don't think that's egregious is because at least they're being real about what they're trying to do. Like, I don't agree with their lifestyle, but at least they're like, because the conversation they were having were were beyond the idea. Because they they weren't even like trying to like like trying to like finesse men out of it. They were like actively saying like, you just need to find men who are willing to do it, like openly do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Were there guys like that in the in the It stage? was like two or three of two or three guys, but um, two of them were ball players. I I, I guess. Oh, do we know them? No, one was a football player. No, one no basketball player. No, no basketball player. One was a football and one was a baseball player. Were another dude was just in a suit. So I was like CEO. I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Like if like that's fine. If like if if it's just two consenting adults. Okay, cool. I mean, I disagree with. Things that people do, but if you if y'all both on the same page, that's okay, cool, right? And then also the other things that they were saying was like, even they were saying like, y'all y'all the reason why you don't need to spend your own money is because you need to start saving your money for what's going to happen afterwards because this lifestyle ain't going to be forever because when you get a little bit older it becomes harder. Like they were being straight up serious with them. You need to put money aside for abortions. You need to put you have Whoa. yeah you need to keep Plan B on you. All that stuff was like. It was very open, and also it was like you need to keep yourself fit. You need to you need to lose. Like they were they were almost like borderline Kevin Samuels. Like you need to lose weight if that's type of man. You need to um, what you call it. You need to start. You you, you had a certain standard of looks you got to keep up. Even if you're a big girl, there's still standards you need to keep up. Even if you're um, a trans woman, you still type of um, things you need to keep up. Even if you're a gay man, there's certain type of looks you need to keep up because the reality is that's what they're looking for. I was like, man, this is wild, but. Okay, but then like when there's women who are like trying to like finesse and scam and get over like that's when I'm like that's that's too much like that's od like you just doing all that just to do her that's kind of isn't that kind of sad though it's, <clears throat> it makes me sad because if you know that the only reason that that guy is paying for any of your shit is it's not because he give a fuck about you is is exclusively because he thinks you look good and yeah. to him. That that's enough for that transaction to be like valuable to him, and it's like okay, but then are you gonna look good to him in in five ten years? Like, what's the long term plan? You gonna keep bouncing around? Then what if like nobody thinks you look good once you're like forty five, but you don't have like any life skills? I get I get how that could be like, um, I get how it could be interesting. Like I kind of it'd be nice to have no responsibilities for like a week for me. That'd be nice, yeah. but I don't like. I can't do that though. Who am I going to pass it off to? Very true. But I think I think what's crazy. I think I think even the woman to the extreme that I was in a room with, I think they are very minority. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's majority of, of Easily. women. Easily. I think, but I do believe there is a, a subsection, a, a nice subsection of women who are just this level of delusion, who can have every aspect of what they were talking about, but also not understand the repercussions that come behind it but to me this is and we had this conversation before i, was, I talked this about davis as well to me the worst aspect of clubhouse are people who are actively getting scammed by niggas who are claiming that they're experts and they're not <laughs> experts 
That is, I mean, so, like, nigga, if you're on Clubhouse, y'all niggas on Clubhouse, right? Stop giving people YouTube advice when you are not a YouTuber or you haven't uploaded on YouTube in months so you don't have that much of a following or that your background on YouTube is something that occurred five, six years ago. Stop, stop. The amount of YouTube rooms I've been in and sub irrelevant niggas giving like concrete information to people who are trying to be up and coming YouTubers is scary, bro. It is scary. And they're giving them bad information. Horrible information. <clears throat> like the amount of times I've heard people say you need to buy Google ad spots to promote your own YouTube channel. <laughs> it's re- it's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. Bro, low. He was in a room where a guy was trying to explain how to use hashtags on YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, he kept saying hashtags. I was like, nigga, you talking about a just tags and b? He was making it seem like tags or hashtags were like the end all be all, and they were so important. I was like, nigga, spend no. more time on the fucking thumbnail. Spend more time on the title. Matter of fact, spend more time on the content. Off of the title alone, and how many times they've been recommending you to other people. They already know your audience already. They already mm. understand the, the concept of your audience. Sure, the tags matter and they'll help a little bit. But, nigga, the fact that we even had... I was like, why are we having a conversation about hashtags right now? <clears throat> Shit is sad. People feel... Here's here's what I think. I think people... People like to hear themselves talk. Yes, and they also want to feel important. And they could do that by exaggerating their self-worth to people online. Yep. And then... Um, you know, you could double check and you could check on people's YouTube channel. It's like, damn, man, that's the person that's giving advice. That's a tough scene. And here's the thing. Like I was in a room a couple days ago with somebody that I knew for a fact, knew infinitely more about YouTube than me. Yes. So then, so then when people ask questions, I didn't even answer. Cause I was like, nothing I say is going to be better advice than the person in the room who I think is the best at this. Yes. So I didn't say shit. And like, that person wasn't even a mod. Yes. But which it's like, irritated me. <laughs> I'm like y'all niggas, y'all nobody ass niggas is going to talk over this nigga right now. What's up with y'all? What's, what's the problem? What, what's up? Yeah. That shit had me feeling some type Your of 5,000 like, subscribers mean nothing right now, bro. <laughs> I was like, yo, what's up with these people, man? Everyone wants to kind of feel like, yeah, 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 like they get they get a lot of like validation in feeling like they help someone. And so they they create these rooms and they're like, it's about helping people. And the amount of times I've heard oh, creating my. value. Yes. Cre- creating value. And it's like, it's true. But also I'm getting fucking tired of hearing it. Um, How many times you heard Make sure y'all follow everybody on the stage Everybody follow each other <laughs> Make sure y'all go through everybody's page this we, we here to add value to each other We here to share information We here for each other So make sure y'all follow everybody I'm like nigga just cause y'all have these Artificial inflated numbers on Clubhouse Does not mean anything bro Yeah And so yeah in my opinion It's it's, it's it's sad because there was a couple times, and I'm sure these are just rooms I've been in, where they just gave objectively horrible advice. And because I happened to be on the stage and I knew what I was doing, I saved people's careers. There was a person, there was a videographer, bro, starting out on YouTube. He's like, hey, Jen, I love your videos. Ah, He asked the question, right? He basically asked, like, yeah, how do I grow my YouTube channel? Generic question. Ah, that's an impossible question to answer in two minutes or in a short period of time, but... Um, somebody was like, yeah, what you need to do is you need to start putting like keywords in your title. And I was like, 
why are, why are you telling him that? But then I let him continue to see, and he's like, that way your videos are going to pop on search. And, and I was like, man, this could be potentially horrible advice. So then I waited till he was done potentially trying to ruin this new videographer's career. And I asked a couple of good questions. I was like, first of all, what's your goal with this channel? And he's like, boom, 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 boom. Because you have to see first what they want to do with it before. Which is so weird because that's that's now becoming a thing that are they're doing now. Because I believe people like me, you, and the other person we were talking about, like people who actually are big on YouTube, we there's the only way we can answer it is if we give you follow up questions, right? Yeah, otherwise we're just throwing answers in the air. But there's that no- wasn't when I first got on. That wasn't a thing. People would just say generic things, and they would give them generic answers, and people would be like, "Oh, I didn't even think about that." <laughs> and I'm like, "It might not even apply to your channel." So that's the reason why you didn't think about it, nigga. Like that's why. <laughs> but you're right. You had to ask them follow ups to give them a legitimate answer. Yeah. So then after I asked them the follow ups, I was like, yeah, don't listen. And I actually said, like, yeah, I wouldn't do search at all if I had optimized for recommended and for suggested because that's where the bulkier views are most likely to come from. Um, don't don't go. Don't spam keywords in your fucking title. That is not the way. And then everyone else in the chat, like there was two or three other people that jumped in were like, oh, that might apply for your gaming channel as if to like relegate my abilities on YouTube to just the one gaming channel I have. And I was like, okay, so we're going to do that. All right. Well, I have an AMP channel that has 600K in a year. And on that channel, we did three videos that are like the type of videos that he likes to do. And on those videos, we position them like this and they perform like this. And on this other channel, I did this type of video. And so, and then, and then they were like, oh, but like you, you're talking about like the algorithm. And I was like, man, you guys, your knowledge on the topic is so fucking preliminary. And then you go on their page and I'm like, nigga, you haven't uploaded in four months, nigga. Shut the fuck up right now, bro. Okay, so here's the thing. So when I hop in like relationship clubhouse rooms, even if I get on the stage, I don't be up there giving advice to nobody. Because you're not in a relationship. Nor am I an expert on relationships. And so I feel like I'd just be talking on my ass if I started to give advice to people about relationships. And so I feel like people should just move with the same level of respect. Because it is respect to not potentially sabotage someone's career prospects or relationship with bad advice. Bad advice can be dangerous, man. But here's here's the more fucked up part about it. And this is why I said... And I'm being so do not get scammed on Clubhouse because I'm already I'm already seeing niggas getting getting scammed. And when I say I'm not saying that because of bad advice, I'm saying that because there's people on Clubhouse who are positioning themselves as experts. Right. As they position themselves as experts, they're then saying, I have this YouTube course and you're able to, um, you know, grow big. All you got to do is just apply for this YouTube course. And they're selling courses. They're selling ebooks. Oh, there's there's literally rooms that are literally saying explain people how to sell an ebook and stuff like that be 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 claimed as an expert and it's like y'all niggas are not actually experts. Yes, y'all are not experts. There was there was a the room that I was in yesterday that I pinged you in. Mm-hmm. In that room, there was a lady in there who asked a question that made it clear that like she just started out on YouTube and she saw like a lot of success off rip and she yeah. was asking how to follow it up. Or whatever. So then I went through her page because she, she was like, this is pretty interesting. But then I found out she was selling courses on how to grow as a, a legal professional on YouTube. And I was like, but you don't you don't know how to do that yet, neither, though. And that's like, that's fine. You can learn like that's all shit you can learn. But then you can't be teaching people how to do it because you don't know neither. 
And it's like the reality is, is if you want like basic level information on stuff that exists online, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And even, especially when it comes to YouTube, they, YouTube has a whole creator academy where you can learn all the basics. So when you want to learn the advanced stuff, that's when you need to find people who know what they're talking about. But it's difficult to find those people because people will put on a facade like they know what they're talking about. But then as you learn, you quickly be able to identify the people that know what the fuck they're saying and then people that's BSing. I just, I just, because the amount of times I go into a room and I see niggas say just reckless shit is so odd to me. And I don't, to, to my advice to people out there, because I even tell people all the time, like, if I'm in a YouTube room and you do makeup, I straight up tell them, like, I can't. I can give you like surface level advice, but I, I legitimately don't know what's going to work in your space. So a lot of times I end up just telling people, study your space, study your genre, understand what works and what doesn't work, because that's really what's going to help you even when you start to pivot. So if you because there's plenty of people who just like, I just want to get my, my mark. I want to be monetized and stuff like that. All right, cool. So this is what you do. All right. Since that's all you want to do. All right, cool. Or there's some people who are trying to get this subscriber count number. All right, cool. This is what you want to do. All right, cool. Do that. But if you want to actually stay relevant, if you want to build on YouTube, stay relevant for a long time, make this an actual living and not just like passable income of like five hundred to a thousand dollars each month month, like some bullshit like that. There's there's way more to just the surface level, you know, advice that people are giving on Clubhouse claiming that they're um, they're experts. And the reality is the only way that you're going to stay relevant on YouTube is if you do your own due diligence is if you study what's happening in your in your community is if you study your analytics like it was like we were, we were in a, literally in a room breaking down like the analytics like how to go to the analytics and go through your page and stuff like that to plenty of people in the room and i was like nigga how long has this room been active and he was like oh this room been active for First of all, there's like plenty of rooms that have been active for like over a day. I don't know how the fuck that's even possible. But he was like, yeah, this room has like been going on for two days now. And I was like, this is the first time y'all been doing this in two days? Y'all don't even explain to niggas how to check analytics? They just be saying that. They just, I'm not of times I've seen people say dive in your analytics. But it's like, I don't know. It's, um, there was a room I was in where there was like an expert and there was like a wannabe expert. And the wannabe expert kept giving advice, and the expert would jump in there like, oh, he meant, he said this, well, he meant this. He kept correcting him because yeah. it's like, you know how dangerous the saying the wrong thing could be. When people ask me... I said I had to do the same thing, too. Yeah, but it's like, why? People are so obsessed with themselves that they're willing to derail someone else's life so they could feel better. And the, the reality is, is that other person is never going to attribute like the, their thing fucking up to that bad advice. You know what I'm saying? They're not even going to think about that. They're not going to think about the 17 different people that told him, like, yeah, just cut it off or keep it going or whatever the advice was. I don't know. I just find that app fascinating, man. The amount of fucking life coaches I see on there. It's ridiculous. Life coaches with courses and consultations. And, and what's he, I always say this, too. How many, how many, like, people who do really well on YouTube, how many of them are actually selling courses to also do well on YouTube? I think Logan Paul might have been the only nigga, right? Nah, Jake or Jake Paul, or Jake Paul, yeah, yeah. I don't but, know anybody else, but that's it. Like, if I'm doing well on YouTube, I don't need to sell you anything to do well on YouTube because that's how I make my money is to do well on YouTube. <laughs> like, I'm not, and I've never met a nigga who went into a room who's giving advice for YouTube or actively seeking to give advice to people. Who then turn around and says, I'm now going to start charging for this advice. 
That doesn't make any sense because I'm actively going out of my way to search people who want the advice. So I just I just tell people all that all the time and upcoming YouTubers and stuff like that, bro. As someone who 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 has made a living off of YouTube, a very lucrative one, I just tell people all the time, bro. I'm I'm giving I give people advice out for free daily. I don't care about it. Y'all can you can be successful in what you want to be in. I'm not trying to earn anything on the back end off of this advice that I'm giving you. But Clubhouse is such a new it's it's such a new um app that everyone is getting caught up in certain things and it's like, bro, that's not I just feel like that's not the premise of the app. People sitting there flexing their followers, like going, going in this room, follow for follower. How you go from zero to a thousand followers on Clubhouse? And I'm like, what does that do, though? What does that do? It does nothing. It just strokes people's egos. People, people live their lives just as continuously stroke their ego and feed their insecurities so they could feel better about their miserable existence. And let me say this: actually, the more followers you get on Clubhouse, the actually, actually, the less important it is because the way that the algorithm works on Clubhouse. It's basing your hallway or the, the the like the like the um the homepage where it shows all the rooms that you're in. It's basing that off of who you follow, who's following you, which what type of rooms you've been in, what type of clubs you're following. So the more random people you follow, the harder it is for that algorithm to construct that. So the more people you follow, just miscellaneously, the harder it is for you to actually be in a room that you probably need to be in to get the most out of Clubhouse. So it actually makes no sense. Like I don't need to. I don't need to start going in a in an artistry room and and follow a whole bunch of artists and po- poets and a whole bunch of people who draw. Like that doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> like it doesn't actually. It doesn't benefit me. I don't need my whole hallway to be filled with a whole bunch of which is which is the best you know way to paint or whatever. Like I don't I don't need that shit. Like yeah. literally, no knock on them, but it doesn't literally doesn't benefit me. I'd be, I'd be hopping in rooms from time to time that don't really benefit. I was in a room. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying you don't, but videographers and cinematographers. You're you going to follow everybody in the painting room? I ain't following none of them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But I just be listening, though. I just be <laughs> Oh, yeah. Something I'll be interested in when I hear. Yeah. Yeah. I just be listening. Like, okay, talk to me about, you know what I'm saying, the difficulties in the videographer world, man. They just be going in. I'll be like, wow, I didn't even know. And honestly, do you know what the app taught me? Is that, like, I'm, what I specialize in is very specific. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So there's yeah. a lot of things that I don't know and that I can learn about. Um, exactly. Because when you live it, you're like, this is all that you do. So in your head, like it's all that exists or at least a large part of what exists in the world. But then when you go on Clubhouse, there's like so many rooms where you're like, oh, okay. So that's some shit I also don't know about. There just be some fuck around rooms like Lupe fiascos and van life rooms. And he started <laughs> up a room to just dis- Royce. Royce started up a room to discuss, um, Osiris's uh, Gucci jacket and I saw Lupe in there and Lupe is like I don't even know what is what is the Gucci jacket I just watch van life videos and sumo wrestling or whatever he said like he just be doing weird shit oh he said playing with my sword because that's what the fuck he likes to do he plays with his sword and shit what yeah (laughs) that's what he said I watch van life videos and play with my sword he has an actual sword yeah yeah I I didn't know how you're taking it but anyway <laughs> That'd be wild. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's a cool. I'd be on there for like maybe thirty minutes to hour of the day. You know, what I like to do. I like to hop in rooms where I have no business being in. Yeah. Like I'll hop in like matchmaking rooms just to see people get um, shit on, and then like people link linking up and people talking shit. Um, and then I'll just pl- place it like in my shower while I'm taking a shower, and I'll just let them fucking go at it. 
See, that's the, I ain't gonna lie. That's the one thing that's great about Clubhouse. It's becoming that. That's the app it's becoming. Like, how to, like, this. It's becoming an app to where it's like, I can just have this shit in the background and just hear people just bullshit for hours at a time. Yep. That's that. I do be finding entertainment in that. But it's like, I don't know. Some niggas, like, I don't know. I just I just know like if if you're in a clubhouse room and a nigga has been in that room for like six plus hours and he's trying to claim that he's an expert, that nigga's not an expert. Because if he was an expert at it, then he would be making money at whatever he's trying to push you <laughs> in. Like he'll be he'll be making money at the thing that he's doing. Like me, an actual I wouldn't even call myself an expert, right? But me, an actual YouTuber, successful one, I can't be in Clubhouse for six plus hours a day because I'm actually making YouTube videos. Word. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, just can't. That's like if a nigga sitting there like for oh yeah, oh the podcasting one is worse. Word? Yes. Cause there are niggas who was is this some people asking very simple questions, but like I went there, the podcasting was when I first realized niggas didn't know what they talking about. I, I basically described what we just did for the first year. We're peer to peer, you know what I'm saying? Third biggest podcast in America. Yeah. <laughs> just period. No 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 journalism. No, 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 no. In America. Third, right now, third, third biggest podcast idea: hundred thousand subscribers first year. You know, pulling. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna see the numbers. I ain't gonna see the numbers yeah, per yeah. month. I ain't gonna see. I ain't gonna see the numbers per month. But he up there. You know what I'm saying? Told him all that, and I just asked him. You know what? What's next though? You know, podcasting is still fairly new, and when you're scaling at the rate we're scaling, we're kind of just. We don't know what else. To, what's next to expect? Because we're trying to, you know, continue to grow and build, and we want to make sure we make the right steps. So. You know, when you get to this point, what what's what's next, expert? <laughs> what experts say, bro? Expert was like, man, my podcast is not even that big, so I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, nigga, what? At least he didn't lie, though. Oh, no, no, it's, no he didn't lie, but then another thing was like, um, so he said, give me a little bit more of your numbers. And so I was like, okay, I gave him like just a smidgen bit more of his numbers. And he's like... Well, this telling you know too much of your numbers, and you should probably just study your numbers a little bit more. So, I was, I, part of me was like, I'm not gonna just tell niggas my numbers over the fucking internet right now. Like, why would I do that? That makes no <laughs> sense. And then, but then I'm like, nigga, so you're so you're you're basically saying study my numbers. That's your that's your advice. You don't think a nigga who's grown the podcast who's where it's at right now didn't study numbers? Interesting. All right, so you just don't know what the fuck you talking about, nigga. Just don't be upset that just my study, podcast study is bigger than yours, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Nigga, he got an attitude, too, when he gave me the advice. I was like, he just upset my shit bigger than yours. Because think, think about it from, like, their perspective. Like, they started that room to let everyone in the clubhouse universe know their authority in the podcast exactly. market. And then when you came in, they were like, uh, are you trying to fucking take our followers from us? Now, here's here's the fucked up part about it. Not only did they do that, they all had like um, icons that said podcast with a red headphone over the podcast. So everyone who's moderators had the exact same thing on, right? Mm-hmm. And for a nigga with a fucking Legend of Winning logo to be like, hey, man. Just shit on everything I got going on while still asking for advice, so I know y'all niggas can't answer this shit. What you think about that? He was <laughs> like, "Bro, what's your numbers? Let me hear your numbers again. Let me hear them." Yeah, you need to study your numbers. You a need to study more. your numbers. I it think doesn't yeah. sound like you know your numbers that well. So you study your numbers, and you're going to continue to grow. Like, okay, all right, nigga, you just just. I'm gonna start giving up. people that advice for everything. Just study the numbers. Look at the numbers and study the numbers. Yeah, just study numbers. That bro. that advice actually. Is relevant in almost every aspect of life. I'm not gonna lie, every yeah, it is because you can quantify anything into numbers, and you could just study them. Just look at your numbers and study them. 
That's all you got. What's, <laughs> what's even worse is that I sit, I sit there, and I be thinking like, when more and more I, I sit there, the more and more I realize people just want to, people just be bored at the house, especially now niggas just stuck at home. Niggas be bored. And they just want to start shit, so they don't know really why. Like niggas, like you just sitting there, like why you, why you want to start a YouTube channel? Uh, I want my personality to be seen. And then part of me, and I don't want to be harsh, but a part I, I really want to be Kevin Samuels on that shit and just be like, but who are you though? <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, why the fuck should I care about who you are to watch your videos, huh? <laughs> Yo, I saw I saw there was a kid that came into one of these chats and he was like, Agent man, love your videos. And then he's like, Alright, I just had some ideas, like I want to grow my channel, but what should I do? And then somebody was like, Oh, and first of all, he directed the question at me. He I think like, I was in this room with you. Yeah. And then and then the guy was like, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, why do you want to grow on YouTube though? And it was a kid. He was like twelve. He just wants views and money and he wants to get popular, of course. That's what the fuck he wants. He's like, Wow, I just want to make money, man. You know, my mom, we don't come from like a good area. Yeah, yeah. We all in that room. And then and then and then he's like, No, but like, why though? Why do why do you want to make YouTube videos? See, that like, nigga was upset that a child was about to pass him his fucking YouTube views in one month's time. And it and it, the kid was like, I mean, I like making videos. I just want to do it because I like... Like, kids don't think that hard at shit. They're like, I like doing this thing. And I saw famous people do it. So I'm going to do the thing that the famous people do that I like doing, man. It's not that fucking complicated. And then I had to, like, cut it off because I was like, you you want him to say he wants to change the world so badly. Not everybody has to fucking change the world. Maybe this kid just wants to give his mom a better life. Maybe he just wants to do the fun shit he saw some famous people doing. We actually don't know, nor in this instance does it fucking matter. Plus, he's a child. Why yeah. should he have to answer what he wants to do for the rest of his <laughs> life in the <laughs> moment? You as soon as nigga goes into a clubhouse and he's like, "What do you want to do, nigga? Tell me right now. What the fuck is your life goal, bitch? You don't answer have that. a plan for your life, You're whoa, 13? nigga. Whoa, whoa, you getting up to your age, aren't you, huh, Sonny? You seen her making big decisions with your life, but you ain't trying to answer me. Why you doing this, huh? What's your purpose in life, nigga? <laughs> well, I, nigga I was like, 12. And I was like, I literally cut him off. I was like, man, that idea you just mentioned, that series, I never heard of that before. That's tough. Like, I want to gas him up because I remember, yeah. I remember for me, I remember when Sub the Gamer left a comment on a random video of mine yeah. when I had like a thousand subscribers and it made me want to like just grind really hard for like six months when yeah. he did that. And it was nothing to him probably, but to me it was like, oh my God, at the time he was like 250K subscribers or whatever. And I was like, damn, that's so huge for me. So I, I, and I, remember, I remember thinking that. So when I'm bored sometimes and I have the chance, I'll just do that for other people. So I'm like, I don't know what kind of impact it's going to have on this kid that watches me for him to hear that like this idea I thought was dope. So just keep going. That's all the kid wanted to hear, bro. He didn't need you to audit his fucking life plan, all right? You're not his goddamn academic advisor, parents, guardian, brother. You're just a guy on the internet with the YouTube channel. He asked a question. Ain't not even a popping one. You're just a random nigga. Like, you're legitimately a random nigga. So, dude, that shit was fucking hilarious to me. And And then he followed up after I answered my answer was like, well, the reason why I asked that is because you really have to have a love for this thing. And I was like, oh, my God, bro. I started YouTube because I uploaded a tooth in 2008. Marshawn Lynch ran for like 70 yards and he stiff on the shit out of one guy. I love the clip so much. I rushed to my computer to download it and then upload it myself. And it got 80,000 views. And I was like, what can I do to get 80,000 views again? Now, it wasn't going to be through NFL clips because they started copywriting those. So what I did was started making 
Call of Duty montages that pulled 100 views. So I worked my fucking way up till I can get 80,000 views. But the reason I started is the same reason why people are addicted to TikTok. TikTok pushes people that nobody would have known to like 500 to 1,000 people. But it's enough for them to get addicted to the loop of just wanting to create stuff for the entertainment of others. So you don't know what his motives are going to be beyond this point. He just likes shit he saw famous people doing. That's it. But why? But he would never do that in any other facet of of life. Like if a nigga, if he just said, "I want to," hey, I, hey, I want to. Like if his son came and be like, "Hey, dad, I'm, I'm gonna join a basketball team." The nigga's not gonna be like, "But why, son? <laughs> but why? Why do you want to? Like, what do you want to do in life? Why do you want to join a basketball team so bad? Do you really want it? Because you know you gotta love it, son. He's not saying that. Nigga can just be bored at the crib, want to play basketball with his friends, nigga. It's not that complex. And nigga's 12, nigga. Fuck. Mom, can I go outside and hoop with my friends? Whoa, whoa. But why? Or is it because you wanna live an active lifestyle and live be a healthy person for the duration of your life? No, Ma, I just wanna I'm gonna play with Timmy down the street. No, but but why do you want to play basketball of all sports? It's just easy to play because we're just getting a hoop in a basketball. So can I go? No, the reason I was asking that is I just want to make sure that like you're being healthy. Like I just want to help push like healthy activities on you and stuff like that. I just want to play basketball. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know what's funny? It's like this is gonna be a crazy take, but I think parents have been doing their whole lives what people feel way too comfortable doing on Clubhouse right now. And that's because they kind of have to. But parents give bad advice all the time. Like, very all the time. Especially in the past, like, decade and a half because how much, like, the world has been changing. Mm Like, I I think my girl has a friend, or who was this, had somebody where um, her parents was straight up telling her, like, not to use the phone or not to... You know, interact with the internet, and I'm like, that's like the worst thing you can do right now for a child. Yeah, because the the how much the internet is changing, and how much is going to be a part of our lives moving forward. The idea that you can just tell a child to not participate in the growth of social media is so dangerous because it's not only um I forgot what it's called, but like as time progress, there's some jobs that are going to like Automation. disappear. Automation. I guess you can say. It's going to be some... I don't know. I said actual word. I don't think it's automated, though. It's some jobs are going to disappear, but they're going to be replaced with other jobs because it's the market just fluctuates and chains and the demands are different. So, yeah, sure, there are certain... But the thing is that they don't know that, though. So, the same way, like, you had a, a generation that was telling their kids, like, you can, you can grow up and you're going to work for Ford. You're going to work for GMC. <laughs> and then come to find out... All those jobs are being taken away by automation. Like you don't, we don't need that anymore. We don't need people mining for oil, right? So then people are freaking out, like, "Oh my god, I don't know what's what job I need to do next." But the reality is, is like, there's a there's a portion of the economy that hasn't even been tapped yet, just because your mentality is so stuck in 30, 40, 50 years ago, and now you're raising children that exact same way, and you're not prepping them for this next economic boom. And it's it's. It's like parents, obviously, for the most part, at least, they want the best for their children. But it's not like you're not living in the same world that they're going to grow up in. Telling them to not be on their phone is crazy. Like the amount of times my parents, like they meant well in their minds. They're like, yeah, you're going to be like engineer, dude. So you have to get off video games. But then like video games is actually what I'm doing now. And 
um, I'm way happier than if I was an engineer. Nor could I be an engineer because I fucking suck at math. And that's a biological thing. I grew up disadvantaged at math. It just wasn't my thing, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but that's just bad advice, though. So um, I hope that I never get, like, fixed like that because I don't, I want to be able to grow with time. You know, the last thing I want to be is, like, the person that, like, ne- just stopped learning or just figured, like, this is the way it's going to be forever. So no matter what changes in the world, I'm not going to change my mindset on this one thing. Because it's going to have to change, too. Like, so much of the world is changing every single year. It seems like there's this new thing. And when you look back five years at the phones that we used to use, the monitors we used to see, the PCs we had, the cars we have, like, it's insane. Electric cars were, like, some weird shit that fucking nerds had. Like, people would ride around in their Nissan Leaf, and we would fucking make fun of them. And now everybody has their self-driving Teslas. You know what I'm saying? Phones used to have massive bezels with one camera on it that shot like pixelated as fuck. But now not only is there no bezels, but there's three cameras. There's a telephoto, a regular and a wide on a phone, on a phone. And then in five years, this is going to look prehistoric, even though it looks normal to us now. So it's like if things are changing that quickly all the time, we we should be able to like identify that and then be able to change with it. And then, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the people in the business world understand that because if they didn't, they would no longer be in the business world. They would be homeless. But a lot of people outside the world where like things are a little bit more static, like maybe like on the creative side of things where there's not, is not so transformative in the way things change and look all the time. Like if you're a painter, there's not going to be this new brush that changes the game every five fucking years. So then if you're in a field where you don't have to keep up with the times, you should make it a serious effort to keep up with shit because otherwise you're going to fall behind and you don't want to be that guy like later on in life that people are like, I don't want to talk to this guy about this thing. Cause um, he's just grumpy and fixed. And he just talks about how great it was back 30, 40 years ago. Do you think we're going to like do it like um ever um industrial revolution like how it was like earlier in America? Well, you're not American. Well, you're American, but you're not like well, you are North American. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> where like they like the economy was changing a lot, and, and you know railroads were becoming more common. And um, I know what the fuck certain, industrial revolution. Is. Okay, yeah. You think we we going through that right now? We're in the middle of it. No, because the industrial revolution, um supercharged the economy. Um, so if we were going through it, then it happened in the early 2000s with like the dot-com bubble. And I don't, I wouldn't argue this is a revolution. Um, and I, it, it, things just feel a little bit more accelerated, but I hardly argue it's a revolution. Okay. Um, Only reason I say that is because I do feel like we're at a point where like me and you and our age group we're in like the perfect, we're in a perfect age, age group of being young enough to know what it was like before the internet, but also being old enough to take advantage of it while it's still essentially at its infant state. Like, I don't know how far we would consider this to be like how, how far in the course of the internet we'd be in right now, but it's, I still feel like it's early enough to where yeah, it's infancy. Yeah. Where we, we, we're, we're old enough to really take advantage of what is going on because we understand the full history of it. Whereas other people may not, if you don't like do your due diligence, you just fall victim to it, such as growing up without a fucking cell phone because your parents are retarded, right? <laughs> so, 
So we're not at that stage, right? Um, and also, like, I think the internet is at a point where people are so naive that someone can come across and just take advantage of that, of people being naive to the full effect, right? So I, I think that's where we're kind of at right now. Yeah, and people have been, and it's... Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, um, especially on Facebook, yeah. oh, my God. You could just make up a fake story, and as long as people want to believe it, they will share the soul out of it. Which is wild. I could just say, like, right now that, like, low has ate three human beings in the last three years. Like, you swallow them. You cut them up. If you just caught me a picture with a bone in my hand, you'd be like, oh, whoa. And I just have to promote it to, like, people that already didn't like you a little bit. And then yeah. they would be like, yeah, I could tell. He does seem like the type of person to eat humans. So it's like, but that's like... And you could just, and man, that shit is so sad to me. That is so wild. And those last week, everything that's happened and then how people just rush to defend regardless of any overwhelming amount of evidence to prove otherwise. You're like, no, this is what I believe. So it doesn't matter how dumb I look. Uh, I'm just going to. But it's so scary that people go into conversations with their, like, already. Like, I get it. You go into a conversation with, or with already, or with, like, some type of belief. But when you go into a conversation and definitely an argument, with your belief and then you're not even like willing to pivot or move off of that and you're actually simply arguing just off of your belief instead of being open-minded understanding and you know gathering new information that's where like shit just gets scary as hell and it just stops growth because you're not willing to accept like something that's new but i think i don't reason why i say this because i think everybody is like Either you're going to benefit from, like, you know, um, electron electronics and a benefit from electronics, bro. How old are you, bro? But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You're 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 benefiting from um, advancements. You're benefiting from algorithm placements. You're benefiting from statistics. Like you're either going to benefit from that or you're not. And it's I don't I don't I don't remember it ever being. To this degree, I mean, in almost every aspect, because like even with basketball, for example, like if you're not caught up on, um, you know, you know, analytics, like you're just fucked right now. Like if you're just still kind of fighting your way of saying a mid range from Andrew Wiggins is just him in his bag, so you got to let him just go ahead and go get in his bag. <laughs> like if, that, if you're in that, if you're still in that realm Man, of he was like breaking today, breaking him and Curry, and, yeah, and your boy, uh, Siakam, yeah, what's up? He with was you? doing good in the first half. No, what's what's up with him? What's up with La- his, What's up with his bag? I don't know, bro. I'm tired of fucking seeing him spin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that game winner for Seattle was wild. That nigga is like dribble, dribble, dribble in between my legs. Oh, he didn't fall for it. And spin. spin. <laughs> I got to spin at the free throw line for a pull up. I'm like, nigga, you could have just pulled up, nigga. You got to spin it to a pull up? Fuck. Uh, you made Wiggins like Tony Allen because everybody know the nigga's about to spin. <laughs> so Wiggins already anticipating it. Fucking Wiggins like prime Ron Artest out there because the nigga knew the spin was coming. I can imagine nigga. them in the huddle like, all right, which way do you think he's going to spin? <laughs> if Steve Kerr was in huddle like, if these niggas run any play for Siakam, just look out for the spin. <laughs> And then this nigga, what's his, what's his coach name? Uh, 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 Nick so, Nurse. Yeah, Nick Nurse is like, Kyle Lowry just passing in the Siakam in the backcourt. And the nigga's like, that shit? <laughs> Kyle's like, are you sure? I have like 19 points this quarter. I, and I can just, I can pull up really anywhere if you want me to without me having to do a spin, coach. 
He's like, nah, nah, nah. They're not going to be anticipating that spin from <laughs> Pascal. <laughs> that spin's going to throw them off. And Kyle wow. is like, nigga, I don't even know what they scouting is, and I know that nigga's about to spin, bro. Curry had one three-pointer all game. He did nothing all game. And the three-pointer he made was just such a wild one. It was yeah. a reckless, a yeah. very reckless one. Yeah, it was, and he made it. And they still won that they game. They won over free throws, too. Fuck the refs. That was a shit call. Objectively shit call. Oh, yeah, call. it was. I ain't really. I ain't fuck with it. I ain't fuck with it. I thought Damian Lee was going to miss the one, but... Uh, yeah, shout out to my man Pascal. <laughs> man, it's been tough watching the two and seven Raptors. <laughs> I just, told niggas that they were gonna be bad. No, but not y'all can't y'all can't keep losing players and just stay exactly the same. Okay, first, oh, I don't want to get into whole Raptors talk, but I'm not. There's some promising prospects like Van Fleet oh, yeah, is sure. on fire. Um, Chris Boucher, I've been saying for a minute they need to fucking get rid of somebody just because he need more minutes, bro. But what you got, six blocks? Yeah, know y'all know what you're about to do, right? I know you're gonna have to unload some of these players now. Yeah, Harden, right? Stop. I'm trying I'm trying Because you know Kyle Lowry might have to go somewhere else, right? Oh yeah. I, I I mean I love Kyle, but for the betterment of the team, they need to pack him up because Van Fleet's the guard. I love Kyle and I hope yeah. that never happens. And I'm gonna shed a tear when he gets packed up, but I think the best How move is to pack him up. You have a Lowry jersey, man. I know, I'm gonna get one. No cap, I gotta get one. Cause they, that's 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 definitely your guy. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's definitely the guy. For bro. for the betterment of the Raptors, Lowry gotta go just because he's on a one year. Um, oh but, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, and he's a big contract too. So y'all might get something, mm-hmm. a little something, in, a little something in return. Yeah, get a get a team out there. Like yeah. if the Clippers might be dumb enough to be like, oh, we need. They actually really need a guard, but they don't have nothing for thirty million though. So I don't know. Kawhi. Stop. <laughs> well, Paul George, your guy. <laughs> Can you imagine? Paul George on the Raptors, I'd be miserable. Why? No, I would love it until like the playoffs start. The, the stress of like, oh my god, I, that can't be any worse than Pascal spins though. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it might actually be worse because you'd be like, oh, this nigga's in his bag, he's dribbling. Oh my god, he's getting it, and this nigga just bricks on the side of the backboard. Two Raptor players hit the side of the backboard today. I know, I know, and that I missed the first quarter, so there could have been more. Nigga. Oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah, y'all are, I just in in um after all that just saying, bro, don't don't get on don't be left behind, bro. Don't let and don't let um your elders allow you to get left behind because it's it's gonna cost you. You know, this is not a time right now where you're just gonna be stuck in the old ways of like these are the jobs I'm going to be preparing for without like looking forward to realize like what jobs are going to be on the horizon because certain jobs just aren't as, aren't as relevant as they once were, but there's certain jobs that are manifesting out of this advancement in technology, advancement in analytics, advancement in algorithms. Like you have to be aware what's happening in your surroundings. And so I just, I'll be, I'm fearful of like a lot of 18 year olds going to college and they're making decisions because, you know, your 30 the 40 year old parents, when they went to college, it was, you know, be this thing. And that thing just might not exist in 20 years yeah. or it won't be making as much money. Or like you should be teaching your kids how to code because like that's going to be valuable 20, 30 years from now. And it's not hard. You could literally just boot up. There's YouTube channels that teach you how to do all of that. 
JavaScript, C plus plus, and the next one. And I tell and I tell y'all all the time, man. There's so there's skills that we have that we don't even know how truly valuable they are, bro. Like mm-hmm. there's just y'all just have to like keep open minded to what's happening and understand how the economy is shifting and jobs that are being created. Especially, you know, we on a we're probably on the brink of a great depression, so you gotta keep that other on the horizon as well. Are so. we? <laughs> well, you heard it here from Low himself. Yeah, you know. Prediction Low, right? of the great impression. <laughs> the dollar, the dollar's about to be worth fifty cent in a good second. So. Yeah, no cap. I'm dead ass. No exaggeration. This month, I'm about to buy a house. Mm, I'm not trolling because I don't. I don't need my cash just depleting in value because the government decided to print an obnoxious amount of money last year. Big boss talk. Because you know what governments do when the economy's thriving, they save. They save money. You know what the American government did when the economy was thriving? It continued to spend and continued to drop interest rates. So then when the economy got bad, like interest rates can't go any lower. And there was no money saved. In fact, they just gathered more debt. So now China owns more shit. China owns so much debt in the world. It's actually kind of scary. They own a lot of debt in Africa to the point where like they just start owning. They just own shit in Africa now. Because of how much debt they own there. They own a lot of American debt too. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. People are just too used to it because America's been on top for a while. But in like 20 years, no, no, no. In like 10 years, it's going to be, I think it's going to be widely known that China is going to be like that number one country in terms of GDP and economy. And I think the only thing holding them back right now is even though their economy is massive, there's they still have a large amount of poor people in their country, like a very large amount. Like this country is largely made out of, of, of middle class. There's some people in lower class, some people in poverty, some people in upper class, some people in the top 1%. Like us, right? But China, the upper there's, class, there's right? like a lot of people that are poor in China. So if they could figure out how to get those people that don't live in the cities, that live like, ah, uh, ah, uh, then... Boom! Because China's like a fucking powerhouse, bro. Right you now. never answered the question, bro. I asked you uh, like last week. What happened? How does it feel to be a high volume man, bro? I don't think I am one. I Come definitely on don't think I am one. Financially speaking, how does it feel? But that's not the only. That's not the but only that's metric. What you're though. About. Come on now. But how that's not feel? what a high value man is, though. Nigga. That is not just nigga. Answer the question. How you feel to be a high value man? I'm telling you, I'm not. How does it feel to be top one percent of your age group? Oh, it feels incredible. <sighs> Talk about it. It's great, man. Talk about it. It feels like Davis is probably like point. No, you probably point zero zero five two, but Davis is probably point zero zero five two. Yeah, you just walk into rooms knowing that nobody, like niggas your age, ain't even close to you. You feel like that sometimes. Um, not necessarily. Not no. Like you know that, right? I I wouldn't say (laughs) I feel like that. No, you go into rooms like niggas checking niggas' pockets. Like, uh, come on. You know what's funny? You not even close to shit. (laughs) (laughs) What I just earn on one video is probably what you make in a month, nigga. Okay. Why you feel like that? Hey, so check this out. You never felt like that? Check this shit out oh, right yeah, here, yeah. bro. You going, you going, check this shit out. Yeah, you going, I've been in, okay, so I've been in some of these clubhouse rooms with like actually relevant experts in their fields. I've been watching videos from like, there's a channel called like Creators Economics or something like that. Mr. Beast Manager and some other dude run it. Um, mm-hmm. And I've watched so many of, I've seen, consumed so much of that content in the last two weeks that I now like I'm humbled now. Like I don't even like, I feel like I'm way smaller than I am because in their world, somebody that gets five to 10 million views per month, 
or even on a great month, like 18 million views per month, that's nothing. Like that is that is nothing. They pull that in, in a video or two. Yes. So to them, like 75 million is like, oh, you're a big YouTuber now. 200 million is you're a massive YouTuber a month. So um, in in their world, I'm like a very small fish. But like in my world, because I live my world, I'm not. So like I just got done watching so much of that content. I'm like, man, I just there's so much that I have to do because I'm not even remotely there yet. But do you think that we, that you produce content to be that big, though? That's the thing. So I'm trying to reorganize um, my channel so that I can. Um, but it's like there's very few games that allow you to do that, especially in gaming. Like which, like the game I told you last year? What game is that? Rust. But Rust is blowing up for streamers now. It's, it's not blowing up on YouTube yet. There's there's been niggas who've been uploading Rust and they're getting seven hundred to a million each video. Link me these people. Weldon is one of them. Okay, link me. Oh, oh, I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I've been doing research all day because I'm starting a sixth channel. Um, <laughs> I actually already created it. Oh, there's niggas in the room t- saying they CPMs. Who? In in the clubhouse room. Oh, were? And it was like they were saying nigga was um. And you actually a nigga who did Google ads, and he was saying like he knew like how to fluctuate the shit, and he was like saying it, and I was like, oh man, keep keep going. You can't say this, but keep going. And niggas like explaining like how niggas like and it was so I was I was kind of confused to watch some people were just like okay with like barely getting that many views and it was just because a lot of these people they were giving informative inform like videos and the CPMs were like ridiculously high right but they weren't getting that many views but I was like oh, but but you know you still getting it right and so then the dude was like straight up saying like the Google ads he was like yeah the amount of money I have to spend. So for um a tech a technology uh a tech a technology video or a, a how to video or a business video was insane. It's ridiculous, but it's so it's precise with who I'm actually get, engaging with that I'm willing to spend the money. And I was like oh, okay, and then he was like, it's actually in November we 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 all had a bidding war. Where we manipulated the CPM to over forty five dollars. I was like, wait, what? What you? And what and what and where? And he was like, <laughs> Oh, and in marketing, we just did it to what forty five dollars, forty five dollars in marketing. And then there was a boom in real estate late late in the um year as well, where real estate videos are having thirty five plus CPMs. And I was like, Oh man, really? You don't say, huh? I'm gonna have to do some real estate <laughs> yeah, videos. I was gonna say, hmm, you, you know you don't say, huh? So real estate, right? <laughs> so you're spending how much in real estate again? Real estate ads? Oh, okay, all right. Oh, he was saying he was basically a, uh, a Google ad broker. Oh, word. Which I was like, I didn't know it exists, but a it makes broker. sense, actually. Hmm. Yeah, it actually makes sense. It does, but that just means he runs his, like, like an advertisement business. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, because the broker. He's just basically the middleman <laughs> between Google ads, was working Google ads, and how much he's telling the um, company to spend for the Google ads. Word. But because of that, he works with different companies for Google ads, so he knows... He essentially knows how much CPM is for. That's a very valuable skill. I've been trying to learn that very, myself. Very, very, very fast. Like I want to be able to learn how to run ads on Facebook and on YouTube. Do you think it'd be worth uploading, re-uploading our videos on Facebook? Yeah, I'm actually thinking about getting into all of that. Yeah, I, think I'm, I'm, I thought about this. So. I'm thinking about hiring someone to do that for TikTok for me. Me too. Um, and maybe even on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, all of that shit is mad value. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm blowing an easy opportunity on TikTok because 
It's so easy to grow on there. It's mind blowing. And the fact that like David Dobrik spent a year away from YouTube to grow TikTok. And now he has more followers on TikTok already than he does on all his YouTube. And he's spending time on Twitch. So like people that don't follow David Dobrik outside of YouTube think he just disappeared. But he's like all over the Internet. He's just not where you're used to seeing him. Um, And he's massive now on TikTok. You make some TikTok videos at this? Let's do it, bro. I got some fucking songs we could dance to. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I got I got a couple of like um what those things called those memes where like you stand up and you go left or right depending on where you like your opinion is. The point? Yeah. No, no, not now, the not point. The, shit not the, is dead. That shit is dead now. No, no, no. Like when you stand up and it'll be like over here, Brandon Ingram, or over here, Chris Middleton. Oh, and, and I like you Yeah, let's do that shit, bro. That's gonna be oh, shit. That's gonna be our shit, bro. Yeah, bro, that's gonna be our shit. Are we? Oh, I'm gonna pick AMP members. Oh yes, and then Davis, and then you'd be like, you walk to the yes, and bamboozle the fuck out the fans. Yeah, and then just backpedal to the no. Like, ah. Got you, man. Got you. Easy, nigga. Hundred million views. Or we start beef. AMP and two hype, and I just like pick which member I would want to side with. Group wars. That'd be a dope TikTok. Nigga, I'm being so serious. Tomorrow is probably gonna be something like that. Look, we saying it and joking around, niggas will be like, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably get mad views from that. <laughs> and then I'm gonna just start doing cooking videos. Oh, he also said cooking videos have a high CPM too. Because it still falls under like almost like how to's. So cooking videos are all consistently around low twenties to mid twenties. Man, so I'm gonna when start them, cooking too. When them family channels finally got banned from the greatest CPMs on YouTube, it just opened up the world for the rest of YouTube. Yeah, they were just hoarding the greatest CPMs. Isn't that so crazy? It is crazy that they had the the youth and that Colgate and Kinder Surprise and all the kid companies knew that shit and advertised directly to kids. And then YouTube was blessing these family channels for like four, five, six years. And nobody else had access to the premium ads they had because only kids. We want kids. We want to advertise to kids. Second, the family channel lost all those perks. Man, tech, real estate, financial videos, a whole bunch of different genres just got blessed. But I will say this. My timeline videos always have a really high CPM. Word? Yeah, anytime I'm like chronicalizing anything, it has high CPMs. I wonder what my real estate video did on my second channel. I wonder what CPM that, you know what I'm saying, I got. I might just, just have to start. Real, just throw real estate in the title? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Doing some NBA 2K real estate at the My Courts. <laughs> what I do with my stocks, my 2K stocks. Just start, just start throwing shit like that. Interest. Taxes? Returns? <laughs> I'm going to just say those words in videos so that the like the bots catch it and then transcribe it. Yeah. And then they go like, oh, okay, we know what this guy's about. 30 CPM, YouTube. And then imagine <laughs> a fucking 12-year-old on your fucking video getting a fucking uh, a tax return <laughs> ad. Like, you find the taxes. Turbo tax. He's like, you find the taxes ad. And this nigga's like, I don't know what the fuck we going. I'm trying to watch Age of Zero, nigga. <laughs> And then, and in the beginning of your fucking video, you're like, 
What up, guys? Time to file taxes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get back to the video. Yo, I'm about to start my videos like that. I swear to God. And I want to just see if it makes a difference. Uh, you know how, like, um, I think... Uh, I'm surprised, like, none of the Paul Brothers have done it yet. Just, like, trick the fucking... Try to trick the algorithm yeah. the hardest. Who is it? Drew Gooden has weird intros like that where he'll be like, Hi, guy. Welcome video. Or he'll just say weird shit that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So this will be, like, my weird thing that doesn't make sense. I'll just be like, Hey, guys. Let's file taxes. All right, man. <laughs> hey, guys. Let's up that 401k. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to get paid on that video, bro. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Hey, guys, let's make the right interest with our IRA so we can retire early. <laughs> hey, guys, let's make sure to maximize our ROI on this video. Let's get it. And then YouTube's going to be like, ROI? Whoa. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. High CPMs? Man, got to be some adults watching this video. <laughs> I'm going to just even throw in the how-tos like, hey, guys, today I'm going to show you how today I'm going to show you how to. All right, let's get into it. And then YouTube's going to be like, he's going to be showing so much tips, this video and tutorials. Ooh, DIYs. Do those I'll, pull? They probably pull. They probably do, actually. Yeah. On the make and of course, makeup channels and stuff like that. Yeah, makeup's like the tier below, though. Like finances up here. I mean, but me and you are like all the way to bottom. Oh yeah, 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 gaming is like down here compared to all those other. Which people. is wild because gaming is the second biggest audience, so it's very clear who but the that's fucking wh audience. That's is. why though the audience is massive, so there's just more people to send ads to, so it's yeah. not as valuable to the advertisers. True. Fem females are but more then valuable. Why the fuck do they spend so much money promoting TikTok? What do I mean? Why do so many advertise? Because that's nothing he was saying. He was saying how much money they're throwing into TikTok because you can just make, you can artificially make something viral. Like, you know the whole Busted Challenge right now? No. Okay. It's a challenge where this, this song is going, it's a song and it's um it's sampling. Can you show me? Sample, sampling. I can show you my phone. I'm not about to bust the challenge right now. You're gay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So I just yeah, want okay, to show me. So, show me what it is. No, I can't. It's they they standing up first. The girl is standing up. And they look like how I'm looking right now. And then they like almost squat down and like shake their ass. But now they're dressed up. So no, I can't do that for you. But the <laughs> song, the song itself is like out of nowhere. No one's never heard this song before. And come to find out it's from a girl who just signed to a record label. And the odds are the record label flooded uh, influencers on um, on TikTok with money to make that a viral thing now. Tough. So what he was saying, like, that that's what they do. Like, companies just flood TikTok to try to make things artificially viral. Can't, don't they have to hashtag add that shit? No. They might. I don't know. But well, just, at least the original person who posted this shit. Maybe. But the, the, everybody else doesn't have to do that. And they just say hashtag bust a challenge. That's it. People were just looking for content, so they're like, challenge, challenge, ass? I got to shake my ass? That's views. Isn't that crazy? Though? Shake my ass, views. What the fuck? And they just immediately, they don't even wait for the camera to turn on. They just start shaking ass. Oh, we got to do the, the other challenge, too. Which one? Corvette, Corvette. I've been a motherfucker. That bullshit. Oh, my There's God, There's so many bro. challenges you got to catch up with on TikTok. Bro, bro. What bro. if we just saw, like, a, a satire TikTok account, bro? <laughs> Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> Why you felt like well like that? You well like 
Get up. Why are you falling? Hey, like hey. Get up, bro. Hey, as soon as we do the podcast, nigga, <laughs> challenges downstairs ASAP, nigga. <laughs> I'm knocking these challenges out immediately, <laughs> nigga. And I'm going to just purpose, purposely act goofy just so y'all dumb niggas can follow me, bro. <laughs> and redirect y'all niggas to playback. Facts. <laughs> My number's going oh, up this year, nigga. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, YouTube Shorts is out, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to get on top of that. You know Mr. Beast already made a channel for it, so you know it's going to be big. Oh, uh-huh. really? called Beast Shorts, where he just uploads, like, random 40-second clips out of his videos and just uploads them straight to YouTube with titles and thumbnails. Interesting. And then you can upload those same shorts to Instagram. I think they got Reels now, or IG... Whatever I, they have like IGTV, multiple, whatever the fuck you, they got IG, fucking hell, dude. Whatever. How is how is how is YouTube and IG connected? It's not. I'm saying you just re-upload the oh, same you shit re- you did okay, to YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. to IG, then you do it to TikTok. Now you just post it on three different places with one piece of content. It's called efficiency. So you can upload your little I'm, Corvette challenge in that bitch. <laughs> I'm doing that dead ass this year with Facebook. I am re-uploading my content on Facebook. Where your your videos would do good on Facebook because Facebook niggas just like um like controversy and shit. Like yeah. they just want to be able to see something that they could talk about. Like, and they whoa, love to Did you hear this nigga say Jordan is better than LeBron? Nigga, watch this video. <laughs> and then he gets shared a whole bunch of times. And niggas like I'm a, I'm gonna get on that though. I've been slacking dramatically. There's people that fell off on YouTube and I'm like, man, that's tough for them. Like I wonder what they're doing. But they actually popping on Facebook. Yeah, huge on Facebook. Yeah. Huge. DDG's so. one of them. DDG he must he fell off on YouTube. Once D's one he just reuses his content on YouTube on, on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yep. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna get better with that type of shit. Honestly, YouTube's been feeling more like a business to me in the last like year. Like, think about it. The beginning of last year, I had one channel. Two K gaming channel. Mm-hmm. I ended the year with five channels. Mm. <laughs> Talk about it, bro. And um Trying diversification, bro. Yeah, and I'm about to make a sixth. And now I, I started it with just like Toasted and Waleed. And now like Chris for AMP. Facts. We have Kankles for AMP. Facts. We have Caleb for playback and peer to peer. Facts. We have well, I have one more editor I'm about to pick up for my channels again. Speak on their balls. Um, so it's like, and then that's not even including all the people for AMP from like the production people to we have multiple camera people. Omar. Yeah. To multiple camera people to. Um, How do you feel about Omar? Um, I think he has a lot of shit takes. He feels way too comfortable. Yeah. How do you feel about Omar just like trying to gloat up off our hour cloud? How do you feel about that? Huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to talk to him about that. Nigga doing podcast runs now. I'm like, nigga, Wait, is who? he really? Yeah, I'm like, nigga, who are you again? I mean, I, I, he was on B Soul's podcast. I was like, when was this? Like last week. Oh, right, yeah. Omar's been a guest on more podcasts than I have. Yeah, which is wild. <laughs> like, nigga, who are you? You think he like emails these people? Like, I can be on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild as shit. <laughs> hey, nigga, <clears throat> why you want other people's podcasts, nigga? What's and you can just you? ask B Souls though if you want to be on his pod, though. I've been on this pod already. Oh, okay. I thought you I were. was like one of his first second guests. Man, me and B Soul's cool, but then when I saw Omar, I was like, for what? Like, why is this nigga <laughs> on the podcast, nigga? You didn't want to get Omar's basketball takes, of course. No, they got his two hype takes. Really? His two hype takes, his women's takes, which, you know, those are the worst. He called himself the timeline terrorist. I was like, what the fuck? 
He said it multiple times And B-Soul's like Oh just We'll keep it in the video <laughs> I was like Nigga No And then um, What else <laughs> And then the nigga said He said he, he gave another hot take About something And I was like I guess I guess this is what we're doing, right? I, I guess we're giving Omar interviews yeah. in 2021, bro. I guess, I guess this is what y'all niggas doing. I guess. Yeah, this nigga Omar doing a press run. <laughs> wow, so Maybe wild. he got something he got to sell. I don't know. He got to get something off his chest. I don't know. Yeah. We should get we should get someone to like help us with our podcast. So that when people, because that's usually when people come on podcasts and shit is when they have something to promote. You know what I'm saying? So like, if we want to get. We kind of G- already got that. My girl's been doing that a lot. No, but I mean well, like have cr- someone, I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say so, you know. I mean like someone it, it don't have to be full time, like part time, but like um yeah, that's important, man. Like I'm not saying we're gonna get yeah. Jimmy Butler on the podcast and the only way to get him to do not the only oh, way let me see, let me do my but the best way to get him on the podcast is when he got something to sell, because that's when they go on tour. On all but it's gonna be hard not just shit. because of because of the Rona. Yeah. Cause a lot of Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Cause you right normally would so when they just came out to Atlanta to do the press run in Atlanta radio, all we had to say is like, "Nigga, we got more views in the radio. Come over here. Stop playing with us, kid. <laughs> kid, stop playing." Yeah. So, oh damn, I didn't think about that. So we're gonna have to wait till the off season. Yeah. I was like, you know, Jim Butler. You know, Jim Butler gonna stop playing basketball to come over here and talk to us, nigga. You crazy? He had a rest and shit. No, I don't want to say that. He you know, he ain't he doesn't resting. hear that shit. Yeah, he ain't resting. <laughs> Is not rest. No such thing as rest, man. Jimmy Butler, bro. Rest doesn't exist. Jimmy Butler. You think? Oh, you think Drew Holiday top fifty in the league right now? Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine he's not. Uh, well, I was saying it doesn't have him in the top fifty. So <laughs> I didn't watch your video, but I just saw you drop. It's actually it. doing good too. Where? Yeah, which is kind of weird. That's weird to you. No, it's not weird, but you know. Hey, don't ever downplay your success ever again in my vicinity. All right, man. I can't wait till I just. I can't wait till I get over my nerves and just start disrespecting niggas on the internet. You haven't been doing that. No, I mean like really going in. Okay, what does that look like? Have you uploaded that video? No, but okay. that's. I'm kind of afraid too. I'm like, man, why can't I just do this? I just want to go in your room and like record me playing in your closet, so I can just add that skit into the video. I don't have a closet. Like you do like all the shoes in your. The oh, other. I guess. It's not oh, a it's not walking. It's not anymore. a walking though. All right, I'm just playing. I'm playing Willie's closet. It's not walking either. No, he got you know he got his he got his diamonds hanging up. Oh, okay. I'm putting his diamonds. You gonna put them on and shit? Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna go on you and I'm gonna be joking around like, Asian, you wanna sleep with me? <laughs> and you gonna be like, you gonna be like, dog, you're straight. You got a girlfriend. I'm be like. <laughs> I'm like today not I'm to, not. <laughs> not today. We just broke up. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> break. Wrong break for the next two days. And I'll make sure I'll fill the last like 30 seconds with the same shit I've been running for the past two months. All that shit, bro. That's good. I like that, man. But when that day, I can't wait for that day. Wow, when do you think that's going to come? I don't know. DDG might just pop out and, and tell me to get the fuck out of here. So I'm afraid of that nigga. So Why? Because he, he has clothes. All right, shout out to Bruce. Bruce reacted to the playback video. Oh, did he? Shout out to Bruce. I'm gonna have to watch that. Did someone upload it? I don't know. I was I was in this shit live. I gave him a dollar to do it and he did it. So <laughs> that's a great dollar you spent. Yes. Yeah, I was like, that's valuable right here. 
to shout to shout to Big Brucey Bruce. You know what I'm saying? Big Brucey Poo. You know what I'm saying? Huh? huh? What you call him? What? I heard you say Brucey Poo. Interesting. Now that's interesting activity coming shout out of you, Marcel. Big, shout out to Big Bruce. That's man. very interesting activity coming out of you, I'm man. I'm just saying, bro. Big, very interesting. Big Bruce, you know. <laughs> oh man. Um, what else we got to talk about? Oh, you want? Do you want to touch him on DC? What's going on there, man? I ain't really keep up like that, bro. How could you not? What? Because I was doing shit. <laughs> You I mean you 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 saw it on the timeline though. No no no. I, I have a I have a service level understanding of what happened. Yeah, this video's doing good. What the hell? Okay, is it a one? Oh, I know. I just I just I can tell. Like that's actually that's how good it's doing. Like where I can just like look that at the numbers. It? Oh wait wait. Let me let me click on it real quick. Huh? It's a one. Okay, talk to me then, Lo. Just got a big one. The thing that I hate about that channel is the CPM just isn't as high as my other one. Yeah. I'm always putting high how tos in front of everything just to see if the goes Nah, up. I think it was how grow. to just roast roast this nigga OSN. <laughs> how to disrespect the top fifty list. <laughs> nah, you gotta yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta got it. Yeah. But um yeah, any 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 hot takes from the from from the timelines that you saw all these uh Patriots and Um I thought it was I thought the only interesting thing, especially since you're an outsider, I actually do want to hear what you guys say. Yeah, yeah, it is, it's okay. People were like, "Man, if now I'm usually the slippery slope guy, so I'm like the king of slippery slippery slope." But when people were like, "Man, if they could just ban Trump because of like what he said, then we should be worried," and I was like, "No, the fuck, we shouldn't, man, because they've been banning people for a while now, and the fact that Trump just got intruders." And inspired them to head into the Capitol. And it would, all he got was a warning. That's presidential privilege. If I convinced a friend to trespass the Capitol, they would have packed me up and suspended me without hesitation. Any platform would have. The shit that he did was bannable on every platform. So they banned him. And he has presiden- presidential privilege. So there's no fucking slippery slope here. If I did even 1% of what he did to inspire nothing like that, then I'd be packed up too. So I thought that was very interesting. People were trying to make the slippery slope argument. Um, I just, the only thing I thought was funny was that's not the first time he did it. It is the most egregious rendition of him doing it, Exactly. but he wasn't issued no warnings before. I think all the apps were afraid of what he might retaliate and do, but since he's about to leave anyway, now they feel like emboldened to just do whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, yeah, I should have had that courage um, sooner. But I mean, I, I was, I was more, the only thing that had me slightly worried about that whole situation was the fact that um, people were like, all right, now do this person next. And it would be people that even I disagree with on just about everything. But I was like, we're not going to we're not going to pack them up. They haven't broken any rules yet. So that's not how this shit works. They were like, all right, Twitter, this person next. Like they were like almost like I'm trying to go on a crusade to just eviscerate everyone that disagrees with them. And that's like, wow, that's that's no way to live. I mean, not that. But that was just can- cancel culture being validated. You're like, oh, we va- we we, yeah. we finally got Trump, so I okay. know we can get these other so, niggas to fuck. Like, let's, you know, yeah, yeah, let's not stop there. But yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, hold on, let's stop there though, because yeah. unless those other people also participated in that, then- see, but like that was such an. I just don't. I hate the like for like the. I definitely feel like this, especially with basketball. But it's just like it's so many people who are extremes. Who are arguing with each other 
in that because I don't because I may more so side with this form of the extreme than the other, then I either get lumped in with it. Or if I don't agree with it because it's an extreme, it's like, oh, then you must be, you know, for the other side. And so the niggas who are the loudest are just the niggas on the extreme, but probably most people are in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So in this case, to even like, I, I know it's niggas who are extreme who are yelling this, but everybody knows like what Trump did was an extreme. It's so like we don't have to like double back. It wasn't was was. Uh, so we don't have to double back and go through everybody else because we understand what he did was the extreme. I don't have to like say random Jimmy from two months ago said, you know, some pro Trump thing. And now I have to get him the fuck out of here, too. It's like, no, no, I mean, I'm pretty sure even he realizes, you know, niggas storming the Capitol building was just wild as hell. It's unacceptable. Yeah. I, I like to do that test on people in my inner circle just to see like how accepting they are of just people that don't agree with you on things. And I'll, I'll bring up like someone polarizing, like, like, well, what would you do? Like if somebody like it was a Trump supporter and if they were like, Oh, I wouldn't even be able to. And I'm like, all right, then we actually don't have much to talk about. Cause then I know you just surround yourself with people that just fucking, they just, it's like an echo chamber of all the shit that you already think and believe. And it's like, that's, comfortable but it's very little growth there not saying that like everyone has to be at odds and but it's like you should at least be open to the shit anyway yeah i thought those are the two interesting takes i took from it is one the people making a slippery slope argument that didn't exist and then two the people pushing to get more bans um even though those people didn't break any um social media rules and they like everything, man. Pinterest, Spotify, every imaginable app was banning Trump. <laughs> I saw somebody post saying, like, what was he supposed to do? Drop a diss track? <laughs> and then somebody responded legitimately, like, no, actually, they have podcasts on Spotify. And I was like, why do you ruin jokes, bro? <laughs> why do you come in here and ruin jokes on the Internet where we're trying to have fun? <laughs> and go away, bro. The only thing I gained from that, um, well, it was very interesting to see like what the what the reaction and the action was going to be, um, and of course it's always interesting to see how people for like the past two or three years claim that you know organization like Black Lives Matter or people who have been against Trump for like the past couple of months or years now, how extreme they are, and then to see niggas actually storm a Capitol building is kind of like oh bro, wild. I, I don't know how legit this is. Well, I saw a video, so it is legit, but I don't know how much. Yeah, authority she has there was a video i saw from a lady this is white lady and she was like man that's that march we had that was nothing oh, that was a prelude we're gonna do go back on this 20 on the 17th or in an like armed that. march yeah and i was like oh my god like that's is that's the next oh, step like i don't know what oh what the hell y'all about to do oh my god um but it, it was it was like, interesting. Wait, wait. oh you know how bold you have to be to post online saying in, you're in, about to walk in with weapons to the capital bro you know how fucking bold you have to be man but set that in the middle of people being arrested now because of the shit they did the other day. They were like, people getting arrested. He's like, don't worry about it because we're going to be their arm next time. And we're going to do the same thing we just did, but this time with guns. So just be prepared for that. So that was that was that was very wild. But, yeah, it was it was it's just very interesting to see, like, the contrast and what people have to respond. Like, I always like to just see, like, when like if if like the people who sit there and who sat there and said, like, uh. You know, Paul George is better than Jimmy Butler. And then, like, when the year is over, like, what do you have to say now at this point? And most of the time, they just quiet, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, 
it was interesting to see like some people were like, yeah, that's yeah, this is like I'm I'm for Trump, but this is a lot right now. Like even like a lot of people were like this is this is a lot. Like y'all niggas got to chill out for a second. So that was interesting and telling, and I think that um, it was kind of what you call it was it was very clear like what, what was happening was very extreme. Yeah, that's 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 a common thing that happened with me where <clears throat> I was like pretty liberal. Um, when I was like in high school and even college for the majority. And then I just saw so many people that also claim to be liberal do insane shit that I was like, Oh, let me just create some distance here like this. Yeah. And I saw the same thing happening on the right side where people that were conservative were like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that person's on, but let me just distance myself like this. I even did with Bernie. I was like, man, all, all, all that, all school that. <laughs> Not even like a We can get like a high percentage <laughs> Let's just say 68% Bernie You go there with that? Bernie this my guy This nigga said 100% If debt. you racked up over 100k in student loan debt There should be nobody paying that off Because at, at that point you're, in, you're, you're an adult going back to school <laughs> Saying give me another 10k this semester That's you nigga uh, Yeah no that's that's a you problem But, but it's like you know, When I mean like extremes I mean like Um like, um, like when you see the shit that Alex Jones be on, as entertaining oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as he is, he's very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're conservative, you got to go like, okay, he's also wildly crazy. So yeah, let's just distance yeah. yourself like you're, this. You're all, but it was so funny because the nigga that they should have been distancing themselves from, which many of them, many of them did four years ago. I think many people forget that. Four years ago, they were attempting to distance themselves from Trump. It's just that he won. Oh yeah, so oh, they yeah. had no other choice. And they were like, "Oh, let's just roll with it." Yeah, so they really had no other choice. But it's so it's so interesting that now that he's he's about to be out, now they're gonna be like, "Hey, it's time to start distancing ourselves again." So you you about to get out of here? That shit you doing is wild. But also, what I also found very <laughs> interesting is like the internet is like, especially Twitter, is just hilarious in like the way they 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 interact with like other subgenres of of Twitter. So black Twitter was like so adamant of like, why aren't y'all shooting at them? And I was like, yo, I was like, I was like, nigga, what? Like that's what you're getting out of this? I was like, Jesus! It was like a lady in a wheelchair who fell over, and she's like, whoops, guess you deserve that. I was like, fuck, really, black Twitter? Golly. Yeah, Or the nigga, he was um in the street and he was like wall chilling his way. He's like, "Come stand with me," and he was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, I saw that." One. I think Corn quote tweeted that he's like, "I don't think you're gonna be standing anytime soon." I was soon. like, "Jesus!" <laughs> like, is that? Yeah, but blacks really just they can't stop getting jokes off, so that's they just keep doing that. But when they were just like, man, just look at how different it is. Because y'all need to really start pulling them triggers. And I was like, <laughs> what the? Or the the, the um, lady who did pass away, her life was taken. And then someone was like, say her name. He was like, no, I'm never saying it. Matter of fact, she does. I'm like, yeah, Jesus. So that was, it's just. The extreme is always interesting to see where they come, where they want to come from and, and how their stance is going to be. Um, because as someone who's in the middle with a lot of opinions where I can kind of gauge how there could be mishaps on both ends and, and kind of come to a conclusion that's rather rational, even if I may side one one way or another, it's just so interesting how so many people are just like willing to take 
one extreme to the next, especially when more than likely both sides hold some level of responsibility. So it's so interesting. I just I didn't know if I was moving when I was moving this it was vibrating the mic and I, just, I, I hope just, I hope not because that means it would have caught it the entire yeah tough. But that's it though, man. That's it. But that's it though, man. Let me see, let me see how long we've been going. This is producer John's not John here today. Not here. What did I say? Oh yeah, one forty. Oh, okay, cool. We're good. Yeah, look get out of here, man. <laughs> Yo, AO podcast people, about to go make these TikToks. You know what I'm saying? Corvette, Corvette. You know what I'm saying? About to go make these TikToks. Hey man, you moving different, bro? We need a, we need a um playback TikTok. Playback TikTok. Oh, let's do a playback channel. Huh? A playback channel? Uh, not channel challenge. Oh, I about to say a playback challenge. A playback challenge where y'all had to do y'all favorite mo- memes of me and uh, Agent and I. Nah, nah, it has to be something viral that even people that don't know us can, true, can catch on. To. True, true, true. We'll think of something. We mean you got to do something crazy though. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. crazy. Okay. Cause we gotta get those views up. Have to TikTok on the way, on the way. I want more hundred thousand view videos on playback, so I gotta get the views up. We're gonna get it there, man. Yeah, I have faith. We're gonna inflate with TikTok viewers. <laughs> the teeny boppers. Can you imagine niggas in the conversation like, "I saw y'all from TikTok." <laughs> Can't Yo, wait for that, that day. The two guys on TikTok. Yeah, they do like they did that public interview that one time. Yeah, which I don't know why we actually should just start uploading that stuff on TikTok. No cap. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Oh nigga, we gonna have we gonna yeah, we gonna have what's the TikTok man? We gonna have what's the TikTok? Hey, um, thanks for watching the podcast, man. If y'all new to the channel, be sure to subscribe. Peer to peer on YouTube videos available. Put on the notifications. And make sure to go. No, the gang, 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 gang. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Thanks for showing oh, love. Apple Podcasts, too. Man, make sure to drop a five star. Hey, word of mouth, people. Thanks for showing love. Make sure to say fuck Audio Mac, man. Hopefully, one day this year we'll get Jimmy Butler on the podcast. Um, and, and that'll be it. Hopefully, next podcast we'll have John and his bitch. And then next episode, um, episode 100, bro. Oh, shit. Hey, hey, man, hey, man. Big 100 episode shit. Next episode, man. Man, it's going to be big shit, man. You don't want to miss it. I'm just capping right now because it's going to be a regular episode. We're going to keep yelling in the beginning. But big 100, 100 episode shit, man. Big 100 episode shit. Big shit popping on the way. Make sure you hear that note again, bitch. <laughs>